0: All right, Thursday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. As always, be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Full 90 minutes of fury. Hope you're ready. going to start off with this, a Bill Malugin tweet. I wasn't going to start with this, but I sent this in at the last second here to the guys. They've got it up up there for me. So just, again, another Biden first. And I know everybody doesn't like my list, so I didn't compile another list, a list of 30 or 40 Biden firsts that we all need to celebrate. We need to celebrate these firsts. Whether it's the 86 million dollars worth of advanced United States military equipment left on the ground in Afghanistan for their people, People's Liberation Army, the record high gas prices, the record uh, that's the actual record, see uh, consumer price index falls. Everything else are are our uh, credit rating for the first time in United States history ever being lowered. Various other, uh, you know, first time we've ever had a national baby food shortage. I'll just pop it into my head right now. A record, every month's a record at the border for illegal crossings. And here's another one, going back to the border. I've never seen this before in my life. 55 years here on planet Earth, I have never seen anything remotely like it. Not not that I've not even seen this specific thing. I've never seen anything like this in my life. The Texas military, from Bill Malugin, Fox News, the Texas Military uh, Department confirms the Texas National Guard has seized control, has seized control, get this, of Shelby Park and Eagle Pass, that's Eagle Pass, Texas, city property where mass illegal crossings are and is restricting the federal freaking government. The National Guard, I'm, I'm, listen, <laughs> great job, Texas. I'm, I'm, I'm dead, I'm, a lot of times I'm mocking when I say that. I mean it right now. I mean it. Great job, Texas. If the feds aren't going to do it, then you need to do it. Great job, Governor Abbott. Here, uh, governor Abbott, This takes guts. This takes guts to do it. So, uh, seized control of Shelby Park and Eagle Pass, uh, city property, whatever, and is restricting the Border Patrol, that's the federal government, CDP, from accessing the area. So the, the Texas National Guard, under the auspices of the governor, has seized control of Texas property and is not allowing the Border Patrol to come in. They're not allowing Alejandro Mayorkas. <laughs> They're not allowing his CBP access to this Eagle Pass area called Shelby Park, where there's mass illegal border crossings. Why? I mean, again, I've never seen anything like this before, where our own National Guard has seized control of a plot of property and is refusing access to that property to the feds. <laughs> And by the way, this fine. This is federalism. Yep. There's, there's no. Listen, if the, if the, uh, there's no reason to have the FBI in Texas. None. That's not constitutionally required. Bye bye. And if the CBP isn't going to close the border, and they're going to allow the influx of sex trafficking, child sex trafficking, fentanyl, the emptying out of mental uh, insane asylums, the emptying out of prisons and jails throughout all these it's, uh, it's 141 countries, 142 countries. The other night, it's over 160 countries that have illegally crossed the border. Yeah. And they're going to allow all that sewage. You know, you're like, Tom, you're calling these people sewage? A lot of them are human sewage. They're emptying out their prisons. They're emptying out their insane asylums. And by the way, it is not racist to say bad things about illegal migrants because an illegal migrant is not a race. Right. So how can it be racist? Exactly who am I being racist against? Because there's Asian people illegal crossing the border, Hispanic people, Slavic people, white people, black people, Africans, Eastern Europeans are all crossing the southern border illegally. So how is it racist for me to say that I am against illegal border crossings? How is it racist? It's not remotely racist. So I just i, mean, I just wanted to go ahead and cover that. So again, for the first time in my life, I have seen a a state National Guard under the authority of the governor cordon off a piece of land and not allow the feds into that piece of land. First time ever. Great job, Bidens. I mean, you have to think about it. The galactic levels of incompetence and malfeasance that you have to reach to force a governor to take control of Shelby Park and Eagle Pass because you are so galactically incompetent yeah. that you yourself can't control it. You have forced the hand of the governor to, to to launch his National Guard into that area, seize control of it, and not allow you in as a federal. Think about how galactically incompetent you have to be to reach the level where a governor has to do something like that. From accessing, so is restricting border patrol from accessing the area. Saying, "Here's the reason why." Saying the feds perpetuate illegal crossings. Now, by the way, this is Bill Malugin from Fox News. This isn't some right wing conspiracy site, which I'm called. So "What? You, it's not. This is some Fox News. This is the actual truth. That an area, Shelby Park in Eagle Pass, Texas, has been taken over by the Texas Military Department." And they are not allowing the feds to access that area because the feds will release all of the illegal immigrants that are sex traffickers, that are drug traffickers, that are child sex traffickers. Yeah. Prisoners from other countries. They're not allowing the feds to come in and release the men of our country to rape our daughters, our wives, and sex traffic kids throughout this country. They're not allowing it. They're not going to allow the. Think about that. The state has to stop the federal government from sex trafficking. The state of Texas is having to stop the federal government from sex trafficking and fentanyl trafficking. Yeah, they want you to have fentanyl too. They want to sex-traffic children. They want to sex-traffic women and boys and girls and everybody else. They want to do that. As we've seen it, who are all the leaders on the uh, Epstein fly list? None of those, not one list. This is what everybody knows. Not any not, nothing has been a list. That was one civil trial from two thousand five. That was that's those are the names that we've seen so far. That's not the Epstein flight logs. That's not the Epstein client list. Right. That's not being released by the Democratic Party. Little Dick Durbin <laughs> refuses to release the list. So we have to believe that the Democratic Party is in favor of child sex trafficking and pedophilia. And who, what Republicans are trying to change the vernacular to minor attracted people? Republicans aren't trying to change the terminology from pedophile to minor attracted people. That would be the Democrats. Who's trying to have grown men in their 40s tape up their testicles and twerk them in front of eight-year-old girls? What party is doing that? That's the Democratic Party. What party is actually, via taxpayer funding, Funding uh trans drag shows on a military basis isn't the Republican Party. Right. It's the Democrat Party. And I, I listen, I'm a staunch Republican. We'll vote down ballot Republican no matter what. I'm just telling you. Because Democrat, I mean, Democrats are demonic, Republicans are cowards. But not all Republicans are cowards. And just about every Republican is actually a Democrat, but not one Democrat is actually a Republican. This credit Dan Bongino on that. This is the area where Border Patrol has been cutting Texas razor wire. So they install razor wire so that rapists can't get into our country, pedophiles can't get into our country, drug traffickers can't get get into our country, and Alejandro Mayorkas sends his stormtroopers down there, CBP agents, and cuts the razor wire and lets them in. We have endless video, endless video of CBP agents helping they have their trucks parked up against the wall so that it makes it easier for for illegals to cross the to jo- jump over razor wire, to jump over walls, and they don't have to have a long, they don't have to have a big fall to the ground. They can just use CBP vehicles to do it. We have videos of CBP agents cutting razor wire and allowing helping illegals in. in. so this so obviously Texas said, you know what, that's enough. We've had it. We're going to take over ourselves. We're going to take over Shelby Park, Eagle Pass, Texas, ourselves, and we're not letting you in. Razor wire and fences are now deployed to block the area off from the public and federal and federal government. They put up razor wire to block out the federal government.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Attached video. This is why you have a Second Amendment. In case the in case, listen. This is treason. And I love this too, and I, I'm sidetracking it a lot right now, but it, there's, there's just many tributaries off this river. This is why you have many Republicans now in, in powerful positions trying to remove Joe Biden off of ballots inside of, blue, inside of red states because they've opened the door to that. They want lawlessness. So we, listen, here's the thing. We, all we have to have, if you're, gonna, if you're gonna remove Donald Trump from a ballot for an insurrection he's never been charged with, he's never been convicted of, and which he didn't do in any way, shape, or form, that we could easily remove Biden off of ballots for the open southern border, which is treason and a high crime and a misdemeanor. So we, we've already got that. And Texas has said basically the same thing. You know what? You are committing high crimes and misdemeanors by allowing sex traffickers, child sex traffickers, insane asylum, uh, people who are boarded inside of insane asylums from other countries, Prisoners from other countries, they empty out their prisons, empty out their um, insane asylums into our country. Texas had enough. Can you imagine what the crime rate is in some places in Texas? And they get so upset, whether it's Brandon Johnson in, in Chicago, Eric Adams in New York City. They get, they get upset when their policies and their beliefs land on their doorstep. You voted for this. Enjoy it. You want open borders. Here it is. Enjoy it. Why are you upset? This is what you want. All the Democrats that are so upset in New York and so upset in Chicago, why are you upset? Oh, you wanted it all to stay in Texas and you wanted a virtue signal from on high. Yep. Not be touched by your own policies yourself, but you wanted a virtue signal by saying, you know, we're all for open borders because, you know, we're not not about building bigger walls. We're about building bigger tables. Except if it's your table at your house. And by the way, it's opened up again. In in Massachusetts, they are asking for private citizens to open their homes to illegal aliens. (laughs) Good luck. I I wonder where all the Democrats are. You want this? Why aren't you opening up your homes in Massachusetts? A galactically blue state. Don't tell me about Larry Hogan. Or is that Maryland? Larry Hogan, Maryland? Or Massachusetts? I can't remember. But... Larry, look that up for me, and so yeah. I, sound, I could correct it while I'm here.
1: Larry Hogan is Maryland. It is Maryland, yeah. yeah. I don't remember who
0: Massachusetts is. But anyway, yeah, the M's get confusing. So I'm just wondering, why don't you step up? Why don't you, why, where are all the, I'm just wondering, where are all the Democrats in Massachusetts running to the governor and saying, my home is ready? As far as I know, I haven't heard of one. Why don't you enjoy the fruits of your policies? Why don't you enjoy the repercussions of your policies? The repercussions of your policies are your neighborhoods, your cities, your towns being swamped with illegals. Why aren't you, where are all, why is it, was it, uh, it was Martha's Vineyard. Why, why was it that they orchestrated, um, I can't remember what agency they had come out, whether it was the CBP or, I think it was the National Guard. They had come out to Martha's Vineyard. Why doesn't Barack Hussein Obama open up all of his land? They can cordon off and have nice Secret Service protection around his own mansion, one of his three mansions, an oceanfront property that he said was going to be underwater according to his own legislative beliefs. Oh, it's Mara Healy. That's the Democratic... uh, That's the the governor of Massachusetts. Mara Mara Healy. Yeah. So she's calling for everyone to open up their homes in Massachusetts to illegals. Go ahead. Matter of fact, you know what maybe you can do? You can send buses down to Shelby (laughs) Park Eagle Pass. Go ahead. Send them down to Shelby Park. Listen, go, Governor Abbott loves to load up buses and send them to blue jurisdictions, so just don't make them do it. Send your own buses down. And let's look at all the Democrats lining up to bring illegals into their own homes. Attached video. This is Bill Malouja still. And as a matter of fact, when we do this, uh, well, we'll go, do I have a bottom half too, Donnie, to read off of this? Is there uh, a bottom half of this tweet? No, too? that's it. That's it. Yeah. All right, just side by side the video. I had it on my phone. I actually had an attachment to it. I don't think I I sent it in. I'm going to see if I can find it. But I want to read this to you because it's uh, it's the second half of this tweet from Bill Maluchin because it's a statement from the governor. Here it is. Texas Military Department statement. The Texas National Guard has maintained a presence with security points and temporary barrier in Shelby Park since 2021. The current posture is to prepare for future illegal immigrant surges and to restrict access to organizations, those are NGOs, the en- endless circle bleep, the endless symbiote, that perpetuate illegal, that's Catholic charities, people like that, illegal immigrant, cro- illegal immigrant crossings in the park and greater Eagle Pass area. I reached out to CBP Border Patrol. Bill Malugin speaking in, in the sector for comment hours ago. No response yet. Here they. Are just, I'm just showing you. Here's Bill Malugin's video of the cordoned off area. First time in my there it is. Texas National Guard. They won't allow the feds in <laughs> because the feds will come in and allow the sex traffickers, the child sex traffickers, the in, insane asylum patients, the prisoners from foreign countries. If you allow the federal government in, they'll release them into the general public. Yep. They'll board them on flights in the middle of the night. And by the way, in, in the airports, they get preferential treatment. Nobody has, any, nobody has any, any, any idea who they are except that they have a warrant, which the warrants are now allowed to be used as ID for illegal immigrants. So you have an arrest warrant. That's like your get-out-of-jail-free card. It should be your go-to-jail-free card. Instead, it's your get-out-of-jail-free card. That's how convoluted the Biden administration is. They won't allow. You notice what what the Texas uh, Department of the, uh, uh, I can't remember the title of it, but the Texas National Guard. What they're saying is it's actually called the Texas Military Department, something along those lines. But it's, it's it is the Texas National Guard. But you notice what they're saying is they won't allow the CBP in there, Customs and Border Patrol, the Feds, nor their NGOs, because again, all one of the things. It's not all that it's about. There's many. Again, there's just many tactics to the overall narrative, many tactics to the overall agenda, which is to leverage you into one-world commerce system, the singular access point controlled by people like Joe Biden and Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates. Texas Military Department. Thank you, Aaron. So that's who you're seeing there. Texas Military Department, which is also their National Guard. Yep. There's Texas Military Department right there as we go by. You can bring it back to me. So I just wanted to... Part of what they're keeping out is the NGOs, because what this is is the endless circle bleep the endless symbiote, which is Democrats sending hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars to NGOs, non-governmental, uh, non-governmental organizations. And then those non-government organizations. Now, listen, they, what money are they sending to the NGOs to facilitate illegals into our society? Illegals. If you're illegal, you know what that means? Um, you're illegal. Deep, isn't it? <laughs> oh, we need... We need uh, mass um border reformation we need we need to change the way we're doing all the you know that's what the, that's the Democrats always say yeah you know that we we need to we need to change the whole system you know what the, we need to change the whole system the problem is is that we need to change the whole system it's a systemic problem that's what they say 8 thousand a month we're crossing under under Donald Trump twelve thousand a day under Biden so it's not a systemic issue if you want to close it you can close it you know, you, know, here, you know the systemic issue? is not treating the word illegal under its true meaning, which is unlawful. So an illegal alien is here illegally. There's no, you don't need to reform the whole system. You need to build a wall and keep them out. You don't even need a wall. You can keep them out anyway. You mass deport. It doesn't matter. But the NGOs are endlessly being fed by your tax dollars. They send them, let me think about this, because this is the same thing with Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood, for all intents and purposes, is an NGO to butcher the black population. Just like Democrats have always hated black people. They hate them now. They just use you for votes. Yep. They always have. They're, they're the party of slavery. They're the party of Jim Crow. They're the party that didn't sign on to the Civil Rights Act 1964. They're the party that they're the party that was against Abraham Lincoln setting the slaves free. Emancipation proclamation. They're the party that's against all of that. And they're the party that's putting a Planned Parenthood on every corner of every urban center in the United States of America, killing four hundred thousand plus Black Americans per year. Not us, them—the people who are calling me a racist—kill four hundred thousand Black Americans per year. Call me a racist. But those same, because they're, but but Planned Parenthood is the ultimate example of an NGO, and it's the same thing going on at the border. So you can, you can, it's either an NGO that's killing babies or facilitating sex traffickers, fentanyl dealers, child sex traffickers in the country. Like Catholic Charities, all they do. They facilitate illegals into the country. We have no idea who they are. They just facilitate them into the country. And they get paid millions upon millions of dollars to do it. And they get paid via tax dollars that are sent to them by Democrats. And then those same tax dollars are then funneled back to the campaigns of the Democrats who sent them the tax dollars. That's what you call a symbiote or in street language a circle bleep that's what it is so that's what I was going to launch with the border didn't even have that didn't give that to Aaron but I just had to start with because I saw it last minute and startling to me that we now have to have a a national guard out of a state cordon off an area Shelby Park Eagle Pass Texas cordon off an area and not allow the feds in because if you allow the feds in the feds will do the opposite of their job Amazing, isn't it? All right, let's go to the uh, DEI Airlines section of the show tonight. James Lindsay tweet. James Lindsay, anti-fascist. <laughs> I love his top thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, corporate ESG, environmental social governance, which is, again, everything that you see that's put out by the globalist left, bent over to with their butt cheeks spread by the rhinos, everything that you see are lies, and it's an agenda. And that agenda is out of Revelation chapter 13. The book of Revelation in the Bible, chapter 13, verses 16 through 18, chapter 14, 9 through 11, 12, 13, 14, 9 through 16. It's about leveraging you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point to all commerce controlled by them. Where you cannot buy, sell, trade, or travel. Can't go to a hospital. Can't go to work. Can't get electricity. Can't grocery shop without their permission. That's what they've done. That's what, and all that infrastructure was put in place via COVID-19. For all the capitulating Christians, for all the CCCs, the COVID-caving Christians, clergy and conservatives, this is what you've ushered in because that infrastructure was put in place via the vaccine passport. But I digress for just a moment. But ESG is another component you have the one agenda, but many tactics to usher us into that one agenda. That one agenda is to leverage you into one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by the globalist left. ESG, environmental social governance, is put into place so that you can score corporations. It's mainly put in place by Larry Fink, BlackRock Vanguard. BlackRock, primary st- primary stockholder of Vanguard. Vanguard is the primary stock owner of BlackRock, just so you know, interchangeable. Put in place so that entities which have the, you know, Fox News, the 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 biggest minority owner of Fox News is Larry Fink and BlackRock. Yep. So what you do is you put rules out there that everybody has to follow. If they don't follow them, then they you're not allowed access. Leveraging a one-world commerce system, singular access point controlled by them, you're not allowed access to banking. That's just one thing you can't access. If you don't have a high enough ESG score, so if you don't have a high enough ESG score, listen, all these corporations need mass banking by the billions, by the billions. So if they control you via ESG scores, DEI scores, and just making it up out of thin air, a great score is a five and a horrible score is a one and ESG scores would actually be the opposite. Great score would be a one. That's how you're a truly good person. A five means you're a horrible person. But according to them, a great ESG score of five. In other words, man, you you bow, you make sure no white people are on your board. Of course, that's a given. Plenty, you have five transgender men, five transgender women, uh, some some black women who are disguised as black men. Whatever, Just, you check all the boxes, so you get a high ESG score. So now you're scored as uh, you know the you get the you get the high ESG score. So you are now allowed to bank. You're now allowed to buy product. That's the whole point of it. So all the weak-need CEOs go, well, you know, we don't want to be cut off from banks, so we're not going to stand our ground, not realizing you either stand now or lose your business later. Yep. That's it. They'll take your whole business from you anyway, which I don't have time to get too deep into the weeds on the philosophical aspects of all of this. But you better stand now. It's the same thing with masking, vaccine, electric cars. You better stand now or they'll just take away your entire life. You'll be living in a 800 square foot cubicle with your wife and four kids, with your plugged in card they can shut off at any time, your CBDC, and your social credit score, begging on all fours for a high social credit score. Which, again, that's what they, they were to score you. What Score you for access. That's what ESG is about. Enough multinational companies. Controlling smaller companies via and DEI, scoring them so they can manipulate their behavior. I hope that makes sense. It makes sense, Aaron? Yeah, yeah. All right. So the airlines, of course, all been over. The same airlines, the fired vast swaths of their employees because of COVID, Mand- mandatory ma- mandated masks, mandated vaccines. All the same, same airlines, of course, are bowing. Well, yeah, once you bow, it's over. People think they're going to leave me alone. Jordan Peterson, much as I love him, he talks about it. He goes, I took my vaccines. Why won't you leave me alone? Because it doesn't stop. Now he stopped. And he's definitely advocating on our side of things. I'm just saying, you don't, really? You thought they were going to stop? They're never going to stop. You can quarantine your healthy family all you want. Mask all you want. Double mask. N95 mask. Mask and seven vacs. It doesn't matter. They're going to keep taking giant swaths of your life as long as you continue to cooperate and capitulate. And that's what's going to happen with with Boeing. They don't, listen, it's so funny because the very people that Boeing is bowing to, United Airlines is bowing to, Southwest Airlines is bowing to, Alaska Air is bowing to, are the very people who want to shut down the airline industry because of climate change. Yep. So the very people you're bowing to are trying to run you out of business, make you go out of business. Why not stand now against the very people that want to run you out of business? You don't think that's the end game in all this? They want like one airline that flies around the global elites. That's it. The rest of us live, and I keep making it smaller on purpose, in our 500-square-foot cubicles with our wife and three kids and our electric vehicles vaccinated 75 times, Its actual number is fifty-seven times, and live a nice short life of servitude. That's what they want. No, thank you. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of their freaking slavery. And it's just yoke of slavery. I added their freaking slavery into the Bible. (laughs) I didn't enter into the Bible. I just entered into that statement. So here's the buzz. So meanwhile, corporate ESG and DEI plans incentivize CEOs. Incentivize. Incentivize. Really. CEOs and executives to violate the 1964 Civil Rights Act, which, of course, all Democrats voted against, yep. which gave equal rights to black Americans, and equal protection clause of the 14th Amendment for a bigger bonus, as was reported in 2020. They've said they now get bonuses not for earnings, they get bonuses for hiring transgender men. New York Post, Boeing CEO pledges 20% increase in black employees. So he gets a bonus for that. He gets a bonus for that. All right, go to the next one, we will. I've lost track of where I'm at. Elon Musk, do you want to fly in an airplane where they prioritize DEI hiring over your safety? I wanted to make sure because I wanted to say, listen, I fall in and, lo- in and out of love with, with Elon. I'm, you know, It's like the air supply song. I'm all out of love. <laughs> I'm so lost without you. <laughs> right now, madly in love with Elon. Madly in love. Okay, he's doing great. Lots of good things. Yeah. Still has Linda Yaccarino running Twitter, though. Not good. All right, so go to the next one for me. I just had to show you that Elon was on board. So I want to show you the James Lindsay tweet. James Lindsay tweet, let's have a close look. At Boeing and DEI, Boeing's corporate. Now, Boeing, of course, is who builds airplanes. They build ma- these massive airplanes that you and I all fly on. Boeing's corporate filings. They're not the only ones, Lockheed Martin, other people, but there's Boeing. Boeing's corporate filings with an e- with the SEC Reveal that in the beginning of 2022, the annual bonus plan to reward to reward a CEO and executive for increasing profit for shareholders and prioritizing safety was changed. So they used to get a reward for "quote, quote, increasing profit for shareholders and prioritizing safety." Everybody know this. Prior to this change, as I always like to make things very concrete, Boeing the Boeing CEOs corporate executives got bonuses for increasing profit increasing profit and for shareholders and for kind of important yep when you're flying up what do we fly at 30 30 or 40,000 feet yeah yeah you are flying at 30 or 40,000 feet at 600 miles an hour and prioritizing safety <laughs> now they don't get bonuses for prioritizing your safety they don't get bonuses for providing profits to shareholders they get bonuses uh this was all changed to reward them if they hit diversity, equity, and inclusion targets. Lovely. You know what this is? You see now, when, when was this enacted? Um, That would be in 2022, and we are now starting 2024. It's been going on for a while. 2022 changes to our program design. No more bonuses for profits, baby. No, no. Profits for hiring minorities, getting rid of white people, Hiring transgenders. Hiring homosexuals. Whatever it may be. And I have no problem. If you're an excellent pilot and you're gay. No problem. If you're an excellent pi- pilot and you're black. No problem. If you're an excellent pilot and you're Hispanic. No problem. If you're an excellent pilot and you're a woman. No problem. Man. No problem. White man. No problem. Indian man. No problem. I don't want anybody hired. Based on the melanin content of their skin. Period. Period. I don't want you hired because you're white. I don't want you hired because you're black. I don't want you hired because you're brown. I don't want you hired because you're an Indian. I don't want you hired for any of those reasons. I want you hired because you're great at your job. Especially when I, my life is in your hands and you're up there flying around 600 miles an hour, 40,000 feet. I don't want it because you've got your genitals taped up to your anus. I'm not interested in that. That doesn't help you fly a plane that you've got your penis taped to your anus. <laughs> I've got a spaceship. <laughs> I'm going to take it to Uranus.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Travis Pastrana, great, mo- great show. <laughs> but anyway, that, that's I just want everybody to know that that's now the motivating factor of Boeing: diversity, equity, inclusion, instead of corporate, corporate profits and safety. All right, where am I at? Well, uh, Southwest Airlines. Southwest Airlines pick. Just want to show you. Look at how they're rejoicing. All female flight clue, crew go off Queens. That's Southwest Ugh. Airlines. Uh, date, January 11, 2024. <laughs> they took this down, by the way. But the internet doesn't lie.
1: <laughs> it's forever. It's forever. Yeah, it's burned. That's <laughs> it. So
0: it's they took it down. Again, I don't want you flying because you have a penis. I don't want you to be a pilot because you have a vagina. I want you to be a pilot because you're great at what you do. Yep. The Southwest is rejoicing in the fact they have an all-female crew, which, of course, they had to purposely put in place. Yeah. Because there's plenty of male flight attendants and there's plenty of male pilots. Most, most most, pilot applications are for men. Sorry, ladies. It's always so funny. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Equity. Equity means basically equality of outcome. Okay, so if you have 100 pilot openings and you have 500 people put in for the 100 pilot openings and 400 of the 500 are men All right so 90 of those 90 of those 100 pilot positions should be filled by men that would be equity but instead they want to fill up they want to make it even so you only have 100 women you only have 100 women apply out of the 500 then you should have roughly 10 women pilots and 90 men pilots this way that's equity but instead they want 50-50 and they call it equity Mm -hmm. So in order to go 50-50, you have to take the bottom of the barrel women. You have 100 100 women apply and 500 men apply because that's really the ratio when it comes to men's and women's interest in being a commercial air pilot. Sorry. It's the same thing out out on an oil rig. It's 100% of the people working on oil rigs are men. Statistically speaking, 100%. How are you going to demand equity? I want equity, though, in the NBA because right now, I want to be the starting center for the Orlando Magic. (laughs) Equity, please. I want six foot two, overweight, (laughs) fifty five year old men equally represented in the NBA. (laughs) That's equity. Why not? But that's what they do. So if you only have if you have five hundred men apply and one hundred women apply for one hundred positions, and I'm being charitable with the one hundred women because it wouldn't be it'd be about five hundred to twenty. Yeah. But I'm going to make it for easy for easy math. You have 500 men apply, 100 women apply, and you demand that it goes 50-50. You have to go 50 men are hired, 50 women are hired. You have to go bottom of the barrel for women, and you're at the top of the line for men. That's the way it should be. One or two women, because only 100 applied, and the rest men. Yep. So it should be about 90, because that's, uh, that's the actual application numbers. But they lie and they manipulate and they call it because the population is 50-50. You have to have 50% women pilots, 50% men pilots. That's not, that's not, the, that is not the proper percentage of applications. It's not 50% men and 50% women applying. It's 98% men applying and 2% women applying. That's how it works. So they, they rejoiced this. They had to manipulate this for a photo op. 1.3 million views. What is this? Is that today? January 11th? Yeah. Is that today? Yeah, there you yep. go. For today. All right, let's go to the next one. Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh. video. This is good stuff. I may We're going to break in here. We'll do the first three minutes, and then we'll break in. Okay. Matt Walsh show. DEI rot in the airline industry is way worse than you think. Matt Walsh. Play it for me, Will.
1: But in their various public statements and press releases, United Airlines has made it very clear that, they are mainly interested in hiring pilots on the basis of skin color and gender rather than competence. In fact, they participated in a Vice documentary back in 2022, um, United did, about their DEI initiatives. Uh, watch. So we are in a plane right now I'm about to take off with a student from United's new ADA Academy. A bit nervous, but let's do this. Purefoy is training to become a pilot with United Airlines, which became the first major airline to launch its own flight school at the beginning of this year. But United is making another push. It said half of its recruits are going to be women or people of color. A pretty ambitious goal for airline pilots who are 93% white and 95% male. Black women make up less than 1% of the pilot industry. I have a confession, guys. I have never Watch seen look. a black woman fly a plane. What made you want to become a pilot? So I was a flight attendant
2: for three years at a major U.S. airline and absolutely loved
1: it. So a couple of years ago, United decided that 50 percent of its new pilot recruits are going to be women or people of color. And they're promoting flight attendants to make that happen. later on in that Vice documentary, it suggested that the, the point of this initiative is to alleviate the pilot shortage. Well, how is that going? A few days ago, the conservative commentator Ashley St. Clair posed a a few questions to United based on some information that she had received, and and here's what she wrote. On July 29th, a United plane was nearly totaled after a hard landing. Who was flying that aircraft? Was the co-pilot a former flight attendant who was fired and then rehired through United's DEI program despite being on a list to not return to United? Am I correct that this individual failed multiple trainings, including simulator training, Am I also correct that United has covered up this DEI disaster and many others? That's the question she posed, again, from based on insider information that she had received. Now, United didn't reply, which you may have noticed is something of a pattern. Uh, No one thinks we deserve to know anything about what's going on in the cockpits of the planes that we are flying in. You're just supposed to assume that everything's fine and that the flight attendants are transforming into master pilots at United's training academy. But... The more you look into the specifics of United's diversity initiatives, the less solid that assumption seems to be. It turns out that United partners with several historically black colleges and universities, or HBCUs, as a way of recruiting pilots. One of the uh, popular statistics-focused accounts on X, which uses the name IO, noticed that uh, two of the schools that United has decided to team up with, which is uh, Delaware State and Elizabeth City State University, are, quote, in the bottom 2% of all undergraduate institutions in the United States. The bottom 2% is where they're finding their pilots. So let me just make this clear for everybody.
0: And you already know, and everybody who's 696 people watching right now, you know you feel the same way I do. I have no problem. Whoever wants to be a pilot, go be a pilot. My producer Aaron's a pilot, or a pilot in training. Yep, Hasn't been at it in a while, but... He was a pilot in training. He's flown around. How many hours you got flying around in a plane?
2: Probably like 15 to 20. Yeah, 15 yeah.
0: to 20 hours. He's out. I mean, flying the plane himself. He's yeah. out there flying. Yep. All right. So he knows about this. He wants, Aaron wants to be a pilot. You know, great. I, I hope someday that Aaron's got a private jet and we're all flying around a private jet together. I hope gonna, that's the case.
1: Yeah, it's going to happen.
0: It's going to happen. <laughs> no problem. He wants to be a private jet. I mean, a, 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 a pilot, great. He's a white bearded guy. He wants to be a pilot. Uh, I'm fine with that, with the black woman being a pilot. I'm fine with anybody being a pilot as long as you're great at it. I don't care what you, I don't care what it is, as long as you're. You should not be hired, and whether it's Boeing or whether it's United, you shouldn't have a DEI class for Black women only, <laughs> because the top of that class might still be horrible because they're not having to compete against White women, Hispanic women, White men, Black men, and everybody else. Yeah. You should, it shouldn't be black. We're going to hire a certain amount of black women because of DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. It should be because it shouldn't even be. Even I, Aaron even corrected me on this because I was saying if you have a certain amount of people apply, if you have if you have a hundred men apply, and hundred women apply. I mean, if you have a hundred men apply for a position and only fifty women apply for a position, all right, and you still say. Or, more accurately, be 100 men applying, 25 women applying, and you have to have diversity, equity, and inclusion according to population. And 50 percent, 50 percent of the jobs have to be filled by these applicants. But 100 men applied, 25 women applied. So I said, "Well, 20, you know, maybe you know, 25 percent of the jobs should be no, should be women. No, it should be the best of the best. If none of the women qualified, great. If none of the men qualified, great. Right. If all 25 women are better than all 100 men, fine. They should get the jobs." It should have nothing to do with what sex organs you have or the melanin content of your skin or what gender you identify as. Nothing. It should be the best pilot. That's it. It should be like that for every job. But now we're hiring, and it's racism based on melanin content of skin or sexual orientation or transgenderism, which is fake sexual orientation. they are actually hiring pilots like this. <laughs> Pilots, and of course United wouldn't answer Ashley St. Clair's question about was this one of your DEI disasters that nearly crashed this plane on July 29th? They won't answer. And again, and so United partners with what was it HBCs historically oh, HBC HBCs H- HBCU HBCU historically yeah, yep. black colleges and universities, right? So they're they're they they are now partnering with. HBCUs. Why? Why HBCUs? That's racism. Why? Why? Why not partner with every every uh, educational institution? Why? Why only HBCUs? Which, by the way, was Delaware State, and I can't remember the other one that he said, which are at the bottom two percent of <laughs> academic accomplishment in the United States of America. Genius. It's got kind of nothing to do. listen. No, Tom, you're a racist because you're saying that that HBCU. Is that the, bo- Delaware State, remember the one that Joe Biden said that he used to attend, that he never attended? All right. You're at Delaware State. <laughs> is that the bottom 2% of academic accomplishment in the United States of America, me you're a racist for saying I'm not a racist for saying it. Um, that's what's true. Yeah. That's what's true. It doesn't mean anything about the intelligence of people with a certain amount of melanin content. Bottom line is, that educational institution is a joke. It's bottom tier. I'm sure there's lots of white colleges that are bottom tier too. But they shouldn't be partnering with two historically black universities and colleges that are at the bottom of academic accomplishment in the United States of America. But that's what they're doing. And you shouldn't have a program that's for black women only pilots. Yeah. Because that now mandates you hire the best of that group The best of that school, which hasn't had to compete against anybody but other black women, and very few black women want to be pilots. Sorry, very few women want to be pilots. And the ones that do, fine. Go compete. Yep. It's not a bench press contest. Go compete on the simulators. The best on the simulators fly the planes. Simple as that.
1: Yep. Simple as that, right? All right, more on Matt Walsh. Play for me, Will. Now, this is not to single out Amazon or United or, or Atlas, this kind of diversity hiring is endemic in the aviation industry. Keenan says that she's received several messages from pilots warning her of, uh, of this danger in recent days. So here's one uh, anonymous message that she posted, quote, Every airline has an informal pilot assignment program that makes sure their unfireable DEI problem children are always paired with adult supervision. These programs are maintained by aging boomers who are immune to the Kool-Aid as these guys retire, every flight will be a roll of the dice. I remember back, we just talked about that flight that almost crashed into the ocean, and you had the one person who didn't know what they were doing and pressed the wrong button, and then the other guy that's trying to figure out. Is that, is that one of those situations? Was this a babysitting mission? We don't know. This rampant DEI mandate doesn't just extend to airlines either. A few weeks ago on the show, when I predicted that we're due for a major air disaster soon, I talked mainly about DEI-based hiring and air traffic control. There's also a push to diversify the ranks of companies that manufacture and install various airline parts. And that includes companies like Spirit Aerosystems, which is uh, no relation to Spirit Airlines, which manufactured that door that blew out on the Alaska Airlines flight over, the, over uh, Portland the other day. Uh, like United and Atlas Air, Spirit Aerosystems' website is full of DEI propaganda. In fact, just days before the door blew out on the plane... Spirit executives were posting eagerly on LinkedIn about their next big diversity event. Meanwhile, the company knew they had more serious problems. Shortly before the door fell off of a passenger plane mid-flight, Spirit Aerosystems was hit with a class action lawsuit in federal court. And in the lawsuit, investors alleged that Spirit was aware of the systemic defects in their products, but ignored them and falsified documents to hide them. In one instance, the lawsuit alleged, quote, auditors repeatedly found torque wrenches in mechanics toolboxes that were not properly calibrated. This was a potentially serious problem as a torque wrench that is out of calibration may not torque fasteners to the correct levels, resulting in over-tightening or under-tightening that could threaten the structural integrity of the parts in question. But the mechanics didn't want to comply with the audit. According to the lawsuit, quote, some mechanics would not even let auditors take such out-of-calibration tools, locking toolboxes or yanking them back out of the auditor's hands to prevent the audit. Now, obviously, if these accusations are even remotely true. They reveal some very concerning problems at a company that makes critical components for the planes that you are flying in. So how did things get so bad? Well, it turns out that according to the lawsuit, Spirit fired roughly 50% of its workforce in response to the COVID lockdowns. They terminated many experienced mechanics, quote-unquote, in response to the economic consequences of those shutdowns, according to the suit. Well, when they were doing that, how did Spirit decide who to retain after these unnecessary lockdowns? How did they decide who to hire after the lockdowns ended? Why did they keep the engineers who apparently don't understand how to calibrate their torque wrenches? If you take Spirit AeroSystems Systems at its word, they probably hired a bunch of diverse mechanics. That's what all their marketing materials and investor pitches dictate. Now, I just want you to see the similarities
0: with all this. you gotta, you got to see the similarities on it. So just like Pfizer, Spirit, Aero Systems. Now we all saw. I'm, I'm, you guys, I hope you guys saw it, the video footage on X, on Twitter, or on YouTube, wherever, of the freaking door <laughs> on a. I'll just call. I don't know all the seven twenty seven, seven whatever. It's it's the kind of plane that I've flown on a million times. Probably a seven forty seven. right No, it wasn't that big, but it was it was it was smaller than that. But it was a. I mean, a commercial airline. Yeah the door freaking blows off, okay? It, depending on how high you are, it'll suck you out of the plane, all right? But so it, just, it blows out. So the, the people who, who built that door is Spirit Aerosystems, and their number one claim to fame is their DEI program. That's the number one claim to fame. And they, they were civilly sued for falsifying their own, va- va- falsifying their own violations. So they were committing violations and then lying about them, including their engineers having having improperly uh, calculated what he calibrated, calibrated yeah. torque wrenches. <laughs> and then when the inspectors tried to inspect the tor- torque wrenches, which had to be very precise because you can't over tighten things when you're dealing with things that are aerodynamic. Anything when it comes to aer- aer- aeronautical engineering, very precise. Yeah. Can't over-tighten, can't under-tighten. These torque wrenches are set according to, much as I hate to say it, government standards, FEC standards. They wouldn't allow them to to inspect them. This is going on right now in a civil trial. This is the same company where the door, again, a Biden first, (laughs) blew out of an airline in flight. You see in the footage? It's pretty wild. Now, you notice the different. Notice the similarities. Because Spirit Airlines—I mean not Spirit Airlines—Spirit AeroSystems was falsifying their violations, committed violations, and were lying about it. Sounds just like Pfizer, doesn't it? They're all the same. They're all the same. All, if you're DEI, if you're a DEI advocate, then you're you're also an antifa ad, ad, advocate. If you're if you're an ESG advocate, you're a mask wearer, seven times vaxer. It's all the exact same agenda with many different tactics to get to the end game of the agenda. Pfizer's the same way. Yep. Listen, I don't like Operation. I mean, not, I don't like his understatement. I hate Operation Warp Speed. I hate the way that Donald Trump did the vaccines, except he was never going to mandate. I'm voting for Trump. Love Trump. I'm just telling you, don't like Operation Warp Speed. Don't like, listen, I don't, and I, I love DeSantis too, but DeSantis jumped right on board with the vaccines too initially. Don't like what they did with it. I don't at all. But part of the reason why DeSantis and Trump jumped on board with these vaccines is because Pfizer was lying to them about their violations. And what I mean by violations, their various failures, the things that would violate them from going into business with these vaccines. The same thing with spirit, Aero Systems their equipment that they manufacture would not be allowed to be used if they didn't lie about their violations. Yeah. They were they were they were being sued and are being either were being or are being sued for their faulty equipment. And they don't fix their faulty equipment just like Pfizer, they didn't fix their faulty vaccine, they lied about it and put it out there. Spirit Airlines is not fixing their faulty equipment; they're having it installed on in airplanes. Pfizer Pfizer knew that twelve hundred twenty-three people died in their vaccine trial; that more people died of COVID that were vaccinated than unvaccinated, and twelve hundred twenty-three people died flat out, not just of COVID. Hartman, but it's probably none of COVID. Matter of fact, is nobody dies of COVID except for the fully vaccinated with, with their uh, no with the, when you have, no longer have an immune system myocarditis, and all the other other maladies, which I don't have time to get into right now. But then you notice, just notice the exact same modus operandi. They get get caught with a defective product. Don't fix the defective product. And then install it anyway if you're spirit, aero systems, or vaccinate it into billions of arms if you're Pfizer. It's the exact same narrative, exact, exact same MO. And you notice the MO here? Spirit Aero Systems fired 50% of their employees for what? COVID. COVID compliance. Now, here's an interesting little video because here is Matt Walsh's video. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Walsh speaking, meet the dream team at the manufacturer that made the plane door, Spirit Aero Systems, that just blew off in the middle of a, pl- of a flight. Here it is. Play for me.
1: Let's go, girls. Come on. I'm going
2: out tonight. I'm feeling all right. Gonna let it all hang out. Won't make some noise. Really raise
0: my voice. Yeah, I wanna... So there it is. You know, it's all women. Now, they're building defective products, but it's all women. All that matters is, is that it's all women. Doesn't matter that passengers get sucked out at thirty thousand square feet when their door blows off, but at least <laughs> the people who built—that's them—they built the door that blew off the plane. I don't, obviously, it wasn't high enough to start sucking people out, but it blew off the plane. But it's all women that did it, so mission accomplished. That's all that matters. All that matters is that the women built it. Doesn't matter how defective it is. You just have to have the proper percentage of whites, blacks, no whites is the proper percentage for all these people. Yeah, transgenders, Hispanics. Asians, oh, Asians, that hate Asians too. Yeah, they're kicking Asians out of all the colleges, not allowing them because they score too high on uh, qualification exams. But there they are, right there. Truly amazing, truly amazing this is what's going on, but it is. I wanted to show you this real quick. I made Aaron pull this up for me. because I just wanted to remind you of it because it's kind of, it went by quickly in the Matt Walsh video. But uh, Peachy Keenan uh, tweet, getting DMs from the pilot world, pilot world, now Matt Walsh confirmed this. Matt Walsh is, has an open line to his office. Matt Walsh is followed by millions and millions of people, as you know. He has an open line to pilots who are, are regularly calling him and telling him the same things, getting uh, direct messages from pilot from the pilot world, confirming that things are bad. But this this one is really scary. The boomers really are are our thin veneer of civilization. As they peel off, so will the veneer. Every airline has an informal Pilot Assignment Program. Imagine you actually uh, let's 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 give it let's give it a proper uh, acronym: ipap IPAAP. I-P-I-A-P, IPAP program. There you go. They have an Informer Pilot Assignment Program that makes sure their unfireable, worthless, unqualified DEI problem children are always paired with adult supervision. <laughs> These programs are maintained by the aging boomers who are immune to the Kool-Aid, as those guys retire and their numbers drop too low to stop the true blue DEI believers, every flight will be a roll of the dice, and eventually there will be one with two defective DEI pilots in the cockpit. Pray for the people on that flight. They're going to need it. So they actually have a program. Pilots, there's actually a program where they know where whatever, whatever... Airline company it is. They know, this is, this is, again, look at the top. DMs from the pilot world. Pilots are calling in and saying they have an informal, I mean, informer, informal, pilot assignment program. So if you have an unqualified diversity, equity, and inclusion hire who has no idea how to fly the freaking plane, they bring in, you know, a solid 52-year-old I don't care what color, whatever, boomer, former Marine pilot, Air Force pilot, Navy, Naval aviator, whatever, comes in and supervises the worthless, unqualified DEI DEI hire because they're afraid that DEI hire is going to fly that plane to the ground. That's what's going on right now. That is what's going on right now, January 11, 2024. That is what is happening. And this is all, let me just, again, I like to take sides... And I like to assign blame. I don't care what the modern-day uh, philosophies are and what people consider to be ca- compassionate or nice or anything else. I assign blame. I don't want DEI. Aaron, put yourself on. Do you want DEI?
1: No, thank
2: you.
0: Can you slide it over to Will? <laughs> Will, do you want DEI? All right, Will doesn't want it either. All right, so here, those are three Republicans, conservatives. You see my shirt now. I find your lack of ammo disturbing. Right-wingers. Right-wingers. <laughs> We don't want DEI. We don't want there to have to be a program with airlines where you have a DEI hire who's unqualified to fly a plane having to be babysat by a man or a woman who is qualified to fly a plane. I don't want that. The Democratic Party wants that. And the de- Democratic Party bourgeois leftist elitist, they fly around in their private jets, so they don't, they don't have to worry about DEI hires in the cockpit of a United Airlines flight. Yep. Let me show you this. Libs of TikTok video. In case you're wondering... What at Alaska Air has been focusing on? is Alaska Air, it's diversity and inclusion, inclusion making their planes gay. <laughs> it's true. They say it. I'm not. I, I'll, I don't care. I'll, I'll call things gay that are gay. That's gay. I'll say. It. I don't care. People. It's all. Right, it's over for me. My. I, mean, I. I. I don't worry about pleasing people. I, I don't. I don't. I don't care. So if something's gay, that's gay. I'll say it. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, making their planes gay and having a drag and having drag queen flight attendants. Don't believe me? Here's their video. Play for me.
1: (laughs) Gay. Gay, 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 gay. Girls walk like this, 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 this. Pretty girls walk like this, 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 this. All the pretty girls walk like big boss fit. Pull up in the bait.
0: I ah! know I'm like here That's not us making a video, that's that's from Alaskan Air. That's them. And one of the and part of the deal is what's that for? That's just the next video. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm Looking <getting laughs> to my left when Aaron loads up the next video. But anyway, that's them. That's not us. That's them. Yeah. All right, let me show you this. Midas gold. My soul, my one and only sponsor. Love these guys. Love this company. It's a real deal. MAGA owned. MAGA operated. All of their gold. It's not imaginary gold. It's not pseudo gold. It's not some sort of vague gold account. It's physical gold in your hand. And again, these are, this is not a conservative company because that, that, that gets fake. Koch brothers and people like that. They're not Mitt Romney conservative. They're not a Mitt Romney conservative company. This is a MAGA company. Why buy gold? Because it is the standard. we the, used to be the USD. The USD was the standard. But the USD is being devalued and the globe is being de-dollarized right now by the BRICS movement. And the BRICS movement is buying gold. Buy gold. Have a hedge. Well, I buy buy land. How are you going to pay your property taxes? Listen, buy gold. Is is anything 100%? Nothing's 100%, but the the closest to 100% safe is gold. I'm buying gold, thousands of dollars worth of it. You buy gold. I'm buying all of mine from Midas. And if you buy gold from Midas, and that's who you should buy it it from, it's all physical, all in your hands. You you buy it, they send you the gold. And if you do do an IRA, all you have to do is say, I want my physical gold out of the IRA. Get your gold. It's all physical gold. If you buy your gold from Midas, tell them that the TLP sent you. Tom Lipley podcast. Let's move on. Let me show you this. Now I'm kind of veering off of the whole DEI ESG thing, but only slightly. I want to show you how it's all one agenda. Now some of you have seen me. I played this video, I think, twice before, at least once on the post game. I know, but I just I'm only going to show you a portion of it so you don't have to endure the entire thing. But I'm showing you this. I'd name this the Gay Vax Choir. <laughs> we can just call it the Gay Vax Choir <laughs> because it's a five times August video. If ever there was a single clip online, warning the public not to get the COVID shots, this one. But I want to show you how it's all one agenda. Because you have the DEI movement, the ESG movement merged with the transgender movement, which is merged with the forced masking movement, with the forced vaccine movement, the CBDC movement, the social credit movement, the censorship movement, the gun grabbing movement. If you believe one, you believe in all of them. And I just want to show you this video. Notice here, you have the Radical gay agenda, the radical transgender agenda, all wanting you to vaccinate. Play for me, Will. So I just want to show you that. Notice how they just all merged together. (laughs) Radical homosexual movement, radical transgender movement, pushing, pimping, and whoring vaccinations. Because it's all the same agenda. The agenda to leverage you into one world commerce system with a singular access point. Let's go to this end wokeness tweet. Let's just show you this. John Hopkins just sent out this list. Now, John Hopkins, vaccine pimps, vaccine whores, Claiming that COVID was the second coming of the bubonic plague and everything else. That's what Jonathan Hopkins has been about from day one. And notice they're right on board. Again, it's all one agenda. They're also, if you're gonna be, you're gonna be a vaccine pimp, you're gonna be vaccine whore, you're gonna be a DEI and ESG whore, which they are. Because it's all one leftist globalist movement agenda to leverage you into that one world commerce system to control your life. It's got nothing to do with they actually care about racism. Or, or even transgenderism or whatever else. they don't care about any of that. Those are simply vehicles for them to usher you into their personal control. John Hopkins just sent out this hit list of people automatically guilty of, you know, again, John Hopkins is what? They're supposed to be about medical treatments. yep. They're supposed to be about treating people for all sorts of diseases. That's what we're in, in infirmities. What why do they care about privilege? What does that have to do with it? It's like a math teacher teaching you history. I'm there to learn math. Not there to learn history. I don't need Johns Hopkins to send this out. I need Johns Hopkins to treat people for various maladies. But Johns Hopkins is very much entrenched, just like they were with the COVID narrative, just like they were with the vaccine narrative, just like they are entrenched in the lopping off of penises and breast and testicle movement. They're also, of course, because if you love the lop off penises, you are a firm believer in DEI. Yep. Because you're all of one reprobate mindset. Johns Hopkins just s- sent out this hit list. They sent it out, too. It's all public. I mean, can you imagine <laughs> being proud of this? of people automatically killed. They they call me a racist. They call you a racist. 692 people that are watching right now, they call us racist. They call us Nazis. Do we put out lists of unapproved people? Never. I don't. I don't have a list of people who are not allowed to attend Foundation Church. You're going to get hurt when you get here if there's certain things you don't believe in or certain things you do believe in that are crap. Because you're going to hear the truth here. But I don't have a list of people who are unapproved. (laughs) Johns Hopkins just sent out this list of people automatically guilty of privilege, whether they know it or not. On that list, males. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: automatically. I guess, I guess, I, I guess if you are a gay, transgender, black male, you automatically have privilege. Does that cover males who are actually women identifying as males? mm Weird, isn't
1: it? That's a good question.
0: Automatically, all whites, of course, <laughs> all whites. Yep. Uh, go, to the next, go to the next slide for me We'll get to the total list So here of course is in charge Chief diversity officer Here she is You gotta have this as John Hopkins And by the way These people like this woman Are being fired all over the country now Because people are discovering You know what It's not a whole lot of profit to be made Off of having a diversity officer it Doesn't really benefit our company at all To have all right. a diversity officer So they're being fired all over the country And of course There are always six figure uh, Six figure salaries That are associated with these positions Of course so here, this is, this, is, this is her list right here. Go to the next before we will. This is her list right here. If you can see it in the middle, Do, al- along with diversity word of the month. Diversity word of the month. Here we are, January of 2024. And all the people that call you and I racist are all implementing racist agendas and using race, racist verbiage. Diversity word of the month, Privilege. So, because of the me- the melanin content or lack thereof in my skin, I'm automatically privileged. Automatically. So, here's everybody. You automatic. I'll read the bottom line. Here. In the United States, privilege is granted to people who have a membership. Aaron, put yourself on, and then slide Will in there too. Have you guys have you actually joined a club of white men? Because well, you and I have membership in <laughs> something. Like Apparently, I mean, what, what is our yeah. club called? Because allegedly, we're members of a club. Yeah. And I'm assuming that club would be this 360, 70 million people in this country. <laughs> so white men have to be, I mean, make up 100 million of them somewhere in there or 80, 90 million. Are we, is there a giant club that I'm not aware of? Can you I, guys? I
1: don't know. I okay.
0: Have you ever been solicited to join membership of a white male club? No. Okay. I just no. want to make sure because I want to reach out to other people, various ages. <laughs> Will is, Will is I mean, uh, you have, I'm the oldest. Will's in the middle of Aaron and I, and then Aaron. So you got, how old are you now, Will? 42. Forty. 40. 42. 42. Perfect. Will's 40, Aaron's 30, and I'm 50. Yeah. So I just, we, none of us have ever received a request or a solicitation to join the white male privilege club. <laughs> no, we haven't, we haven't, we have not received that. Because according to the diversity officer for Johns Hopkins, who's supposed to be treating cancer and uh, every disease on planet Earth, this is what they're concerned about the diversity word of the month, which is privilege. In the United States, uh, privilege is granted to people who have membership in one or more of these social identity groups. Let's see which ones we all we qualify for. <laughs> white people. Oh, it's not even white men anymore. All white people. Oh. And again, what if it's okay? So even transgenders again are on this list. If you're white, yeah, you're a white male identifying as a white female, or a white female identifying as a white male. You have privilege. Able-bodied people inherently have privilege. Being heterosexual automatically gives you a privilege above somebody else. Cisgender people. So you just identify as a male or a female. Males. <laughs> <laughs> All Christians. All Christians. The only <laughs> the only, <laughs> outside of the Uyghur Muslims in China who Joe Biden loves. Not the Uyghur Muslims. China. Outside of the Uyghur Muslims. Well, you know, I take that back. Lots of Muslims are being persecuted and martyred by other Muslims. Yep. But the only religion that's being killed by an outside religion? There ain't no Christians killing Christians. None. Zero. Zero. There's lots of Christians being killed by Muslims. Yep. But we have privilege. We have privilege. Middle or owning class people. Owning. owning. Class. That's a new one. I guess that's like pregnant people, new vernacular, together alone, alone together, all that. Owning people. Now, everybody in this room that I'm sitting in right now, there's four of us, owns a home. So we all qualify for both. So in this room, we qualify under white people, able-bodied people, heterosexual, man, you guys got a lot of privilege. I know. Cisgender, males with the exception of my wife. All of us are Christians. All of us are middle-class, owning class people. So we're not only middle-class, but we're owning class. We're Man, we're hyper-privileged. Middle-aged, which I don't believe in the middle-aged in America vernacular, but according to the uh, AMA, I'm middle-aged. English-speaking people, we're all privileged. <laughs> <laughs> we're all privileged. Amazing, isn't it? So there you go. Let's go to the next one. I have to just show you this clip, CBS Evening News. Look at what they're celebrating. Play it for me. I think you'll like this story.
1: History was made in Minnesota's capital city of St. Paul today, or should we say herstory was made? St. Paul's new city council was sworn in this afternoon made up entirely of women. And get this, six of the seven council members are women of color, and they are all under the age of 40. Four of them are new members and say that affordable housing and access to childcare are some of their top priorities. Congratulations to them and the people of St. Paul. I am betting that they get some stuff done.
0: Oh, they'll get some stuff done, all right. They will. They'll raise the (laughs) crime rate by 50%. Oh, yeah. They hate the cops. Welcome. (laughs) Enjoy Minneapolis-St. Paul. That's George Floyd. That whole area. It's crime skyrocketing through the roof. And all the people who wanted to fund the police have now just been hired as your city council. Congratulations! But don't worry—you know it doesn't matter that if you have skyrocketing crime rates, skyrocketing murder rates, rape rates, robbery rates. Doesn't matter because all the women are minority women. All the all of your city council is minority women. So mission accomplished. Doesn't matter that <laughs> yeah, women are being raped in the city. That. Gun crimes through the roof. Robbies are through the roof. Murders through the roof. Doesn't matter. So that's the Biden administration in totality. Violent crime rate in America is up 25%. 25 freaking percent since Joe Biden took over. 25%. (laughs) Doesn't matter because Joe Biden has a DEI administration. A diverse, equity, and inclusive administration. So it doesn't matter whether people are being murdered or not. It doesn't matter that we, we have... Video footage, or I don't know if it was video footage or if it was a tweet, but it was absolutely factual, 100% factual, of a seven year old girl at the southern border with 56 separate specimens of, femen, of, of semen on the inside of her body. It doesn't matter because the person who runs the border. Is in favor of diversity, equity, and inclusion. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter that this seven-year-old girl was raped by at least fifty-six times because we have a diverse administration. Yep. It doesn't matter that the felonious crime rate in this country is up twenty-five percent because we have an inclusive administration. There's transgenders on. There's black women, white women, a uh, uh, gay men, transgender women. No, but no white people, of course, except for the president himself. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how badly you're victimized. Why? Why? What doesn't matter that you can't afford I me? Mean, we, I, again, I could play three hours of videos. I could do a three hour podcast of all videos of Americans and Canadians saying they can't afford life. Oh, yeah. It's so, I mean, Harry knows. Yeah. He's on it. They can't afford life. They're working two jobs and cannot, cannot pay their bills. Oh, I could show you three hours straight of those videos. They're being posted everywhere. TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. Why why are you why are you upset about not being able to afford things? Don't you understand that the people who implemented these policies, who inflicted you with these policies, don't you understand that it was a black woman that did it? So it's all good then.
1: It was diverse. Oh, yeah. So.
0: It's a nice, diverse, equitable, inclusive yeah. administration that has made life unaffordable. <laughs> none, none nothing matters as long as it's diverse and inclusive, right? doesn't matter the consequences. Enjoy Minneapolis-St. Paul with a bunch of under 40, privileged, because the privileged people are the ones who believe in DEI. Yeah, those Because they walk in, I'm inherently privileged because I'm a woman. I'm inherently privileged because I'm trans, because I'm gay, because I'm under 40, because I'm Hispanic, because I'm white. Whatever it is, you're, you're the ones who are privileged. Do you believe in any sort of privilege based on melanin content of skin, sexual preference or gender, you're the racist. Who do I want to be city council mem- members? The best of the best. Yep. Who I want? Who do I want to be flying around the plane that I'm going to be flying on? The best of the best. I don't care whether they're black, white, Hispanic, male, or female. Don't care. Enough on that. I'll get one of some Biden stuff here. Visit Grad 24 tweet. It's shifting onto the Biden accomplishments. More wars. Put it out on Twitter. At least there's no more mean tweets. We got more wars, but no more mean tweets. Yeah. Right, so it's great, isn't it? I mean, wh- which one would you rather have, mean tweets or wars? It's important. Yeah, breaking <laughs> the U.S. the U.S. officially confirms the start of airstrikes against Houthis in Yemen. The first airstrikes already uh, oh, the first airstrikes have already been recorded in several cities, including the capital city of Sana'a, whatever it is. I try not to go too deep into this, but I want you to kind of you gotta get you gotta see this, because this really is kind of funny. It's it's not funny in the traditional sense. You got to look for it. But I'm going to tell you, who funds the Houthis? Aaron, put yourself on. We're going to go back and forth here. Yep, okay. I know you don't know some of this stuff, and I don't expect you to know Oh, it. boy. Yeah, you're not going to know it. <laughs> All right. Who funds the Houthis? Do you know?
2: You can say no. Uh, I would assume the CIA. <laughs> no. That's a good guess.
0: Who funds the Houthis? It could be pseudo through the CIA. Yeah. No, Iran funds the Houthis.
1: Okay, that makes sense. All right, sense.
0: now the Houthis. Yeah are bombing us yes. All right. routinely every day. And out of Israel, there's a report that there was a strike on an American uh, uh, ship from the Houthis. Now, so you have Iran funding the Houthis. What administration has given billions upon billions <laughs> of dollars to Iran? That would be the Biden administration. Right, the Biden administration yeah. is funding the outfit that's bombing us. America. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's good. You're (laughs) good. So understand that. So the Biden administration now get this though. Get you gotta get the full picture. So the Biden administration is funding Iran, which funds Hamas, Hezbollah, and the Houthis, which is now bombing the United States. Now, for all of us military, industrial complex conspiracy theorists, now you get more money. Going to the military industrial complex, which hires all Democrats. Raytheon, Lloyd Austin, Ray, uh, can't remember if it's Lockheed Martin. I think it's Lockheed Martin, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley's yeah. not a conservative, she's a leftist. So you fund the people who are bombing you. Now, then you're going to fund the response to the people who politically support you. Isn't that interesting? They get they fund the people. So they, it's almost like you're purposely funding people to bomb you so that you can fund the people that fund you. Yep. That makes sense? Yeah. So they fund Iran, who funds the Houthis. Now there has to be a military response because the Houthis are bombing Americans. So now you're going to fund the military, in, military industrial complex, which funds the globalist left. Funny how that all works out, isn't it? All right, let's go to the next one. I don't even know where I'm at. All right, there we go. Biden, oh, I love this. This is legit, by the way. These people actually think this is a win. Biden wins, January 10th, 2024, from yesterday. They actually think this is a win. It's a leftist uh, Twitter account. Breaking, the Biden administration will be providing grocery money to 21 million in-need children. Biden is showing his reaffirmed commitment to ensure our next generation is everything they need in order to succeed, so... Now they're claiming the economy's great and that everybody has all these jobs. And I, I actually played you from Peter St. Ange, these jobs are all fake, all fraudulent. Absolutely. I wish I, I should have write down the statistics so I could spout them out to you again. They're all fraudulent, all these job sports are fraudulent, as everybody knows. Everybody actually lives out. It's amazing that to me that anybody would vote Democrat when you're actually living in this culture. You're living it. You can't afford to pay for it. You could afford everything when you're when Donald Trump was president. Yeah. You know it's true. You're a democrat you're watching right now. You know it's true. That when Donald Trump was president, you were doing well. Since Joe Biden has been president, you are not doing well. So if things are so great and you and you're actually uh, a social media page called Biden's Biden wins. Biden's wins. Why is it a win that 21 million Americans, 21 million children are in need under your administration? Yep. How is that a win? And just so everybody knows, again, we are 34 trillion dollars in debt. We are now going a trillion dollars in debt every 4 months. We are scheduled to be 35 trillion dollars in debt in April or May. Where's this 21 million dollars or 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 the funding for 21 million children in need going to come from? Printed money, which then hyperinflates the currency, which puts more people in need, which is the plan. They want you on government assistance, namely leftist, globalist, bourgeois, uh, elitist government assistance, so they force you to be a leftist globalist. Because if you're on their assistance, they can stipulate how much assistance you get and whether or not you get assistance. That's the plan of all of this, but they consider that a win. I mean, to be, think about how I put this out. I use the same statement all the time. It's on purpose if you follow me on Twitter. I always say, how stupid do you have to be to believe this? And how much stupider do you have to be to actually post it? How stupid do you have to be to believe this is a Biden win? And how much more stupid do you have to be to actually post it? The 21 million children are in need. Under your administration. All right, let's go to the next one. Will? I don't. Even, I don't know what these are. Where am I at? Where am I at? Is he Gary? This is the Michelle one. Yep. Oh, good, good. Oh, you got to see this. Will, here's the answer. Hey, put put Will back on. There you go. Hey, Will, you're asking about Maui, right? Yep. Here's your answers. You ready? I'm ready. Have you seen this yet? I'm not. Ready. Okay, get ready. Play it for me.
2: In the Maui fire. See, as a result of the Maui wildfire, 2,207 homes in Lahaina burnt down. And I'm sure that you would imagine there's a lot of reconstruction going on. But you'd be wrong. See, since the Maui wildfire, not a single building permit has been approved not one. Oh, and I'm sure you'd also think that all the people that had their homes burned down were going to be receiving insurance payouts. And you're probably thinking that the only reason they haven't received those insurance payouts is because of the evil insurance companies don't want to pay them. But you would be wrong again. See, the insurance companies haven't been able to pay anything because the United States government won't even allow the insurance adjusters into the area, where all they want to do is go in there and verify that these buildings have burned down. They want to verify how extensive, The damage is for each of the homes that they insured. And for a lot of these homes, it would be as easy as them driving up, taking a picture of a burnt down property, therefore verifying that that home no longer exists, and then they could cut a check. But the U.S. government won't let them do that. And the U.S. government won't let anybody rebuild. And here's the wildest part. Because the insurance adjusters can't verify that these homes burnt down, and because the United States government won't approve a single fucking building permit, all of these people are still paying their mortgages. These people no longer have homes, but because they're not approving building permits and they're not letting the insurance adjusters in, the banks are still charging these people a mortgage. These people are paying a fucking mortgage on houses that don't even exist, and many of them are getting foreclosed on. Like, imagine how ridiculous Ridiculous that is. Your house burnt to the fucking ground. Your insurance company wants to go out there. They want to go see the burnt down house, take a picture, and cut you a check. But the government, in the interest of helping people, I guess, won't let them do that. So the banks get to keep collecting the mortgage payments. And if you can't make the mortgage payments on the house that isn't even fucking there anymore, they get to foreclose on the property, and now the bank owns the land where your house used to be. And all of this is happening because the government will not approve any building permits and won't even let the insurance adjusters in. I won't dive
0: too deep into this at the beginning. I'm going to dive deep into what he just said, but I'm not going to dive too deep into the causes. You guys chime in if you remember things that I don't remember on this. Now, we remember now that we had this wildfire that just spontaneously combusted out of nothing. Yeah. okay we, nobody has any idea how it started it say electrical lines whatever it may be nobody has any idea winds were blowing they didn't sound the alarm to let people know that they had they had an emergency alarm there a tsunami alarm it's not just a tsunami alarm it's a fire alarm yeah they didn't for some reason they didn't set the alarm off to let people know some people burned to death got that then they asked for water and strangely pre-wildfire the water was shut off And then when an emergency phone call was made to turn the water on, the guy said, no, it's not environmentally friendly. Diversity, equity, inclusion, environmental social justice, right? So he can't turn on the water. Yeah. All right? So, but none of this was on purpose. Oprah Winfrey's 200-acre ranch, perfectly fine. Right next to it, perfectly fine. But everybody else with this very valuable waterfront property where you could build multi-billion dollar resorts, if you're globalist leftist elitist, that property burned to the freaking ground. I mean, I'm talking about this looks like Nagasaki to the ground. Now, And I leave anything out? You guys think of anything else? So for some reason, if you think of anything, chime in. Yeah. Aaron, just come in, and I'll, let, uh, I'll know it's, you got something else. So this is very suspicious. Would you not agree? Okay, very suspicious. But now, here you have it again. This was a Michelle video. It was put out also by Zeke Gary, too. Follow these people on Twitter. So, how many homes were burnt to the ground? Never, you thought probably all thought we were done with Lahaina. We're not done with Lahaina. Will was asking me about it. I didn't plan this. It's popped up. So how many homes were burnt to the ground? Burnt to the freaking ground. 2,207 homes gone. Burned down to the ground. Jeez, now, how Aaron, I hate to do this to you. Yeah. How long ago was Maui? Um, let me See check. if you can find. So, so since that time, Aaron will get me the date and I'll put it up there for you. I mean, I'll, I'll tell it for he'll put it up for me and I'll tell you what it is. So since that time now, months and months and months and months and months and months and months months later. Aaron, It
1: was uh, August 8th, uh, 2023 through August 11th.
0: Okay, so we'll just say August, August, September, October, November, December, part of January. So five and a half months ago. Yeah. Five and a half months ago, Lahaina burned to the ground. 2,207 homes burned to the ground. Now, since then, it's not that not one home has been rebuilt. Not one home has been remodeled. Not one building permit has been approved. I, I love the governor of Hawaii. Remember that galactic idiot and the mayor of Lahaina. Um, explain to us why not one permit has been approved. That is nothing. To do, that is nothing to do with insurance. You can get that permit before you get an insurance settlement. Yeah, because uh, you obviously it's going to be stacked up. We're going to be two thousand homes that need to be rebuilt. Why are they not? Why are they not issuing building permits? Why? It's as if. They want to confiscate all this land. You're going to hear that narrative more than once coming up here in these waning moments of the TLP. 762 people on love, each and every one of you. So here we are, five months later, and not one building permit has been, has been approved. Not one. So people have put in for them, but not one has been approved. It's as if they don't want you to rebuild. It's as if somebody wants to come in and buy all that property, isn't it? And then... Why have there been, how many insurance payouts has there been? Zero. Of those 2,207 homes, not one person has received an insurance payout. And I've had some rough dealings with insurance companies, but in this case here, it's not because the insurance companies are not trying to pay out at least some of the money. The insurance companies are not allowed in because the federal freaking government is not allowing insurance adjusters to come in and and properly appraise the damage that's done, which which would be a pretty easy appraisal. You drive up in your insurance car, you look over, house burned to the ground, total loss, what's it worth, right? Not anything to inspect. It's not like a hurricane where half the house is up, half the house down, whatever it may be. No. Water damage, no water damage. All the houses, 2,207 houses burned to the frickin' ground. Nagasaki style, Right? So these, these insurance companies are not allowed in because the whole area has been cordoned off by the federal freaking government. why? It's as if the federal government wants it. the bourgeois, leftist, elitist globalist it's as if they want that property for themselves. yeah weird isn't it? This is all just coincidences. no building no building permits approved in five months no insurance appraisals allowed to be done in five months no no uh, no insurance payouts in five months, not one. And then the glorious part of it all. And I guarantee you, why aren't they allowed in? Um, because it's an ongoing investigation. Isn't that what we hear all the time? Yep. Um, Christopher Ray, can you please tell us how many FBI assets you had inside of the Capitol wearing Trump gear prior to the Capitol breach? Um, I can't answer that. It's uh, it's uh, under it's it's currently under investigation. Um, Christopher Ray, how many assets did you have in the one-six crowd? Um, I can't answer that question because it's currently under investigation. It's an ongoing investigation. It's always that way. Anthony Fauci's emails all redacted. Why, Anthony? Why is it all because it's for national security purposes? Why is it national security? Why? Why can't why can't insurance adjusters be allowed on the property? Why? I'm talking about one city square block after another. They're not allowed on. Why? Give me, give me any, any left hard watching. Send it to Aaron right now. Give me a list of reasons why insurance adjusters are not. You're going to call me a right wing tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist. Then tell me why insurance adjusters are not allowed on the premises five freaking months later. Why? Tell me, give me, give me, give me one reason why Joe Biden used 5,000 pseudonyms in governmental emails. Stingray, 67, Robert L. Peters. Come on, give it to me. Come on. Give me one reasonable explanation why the president of Ukraine is calling in and having a Zoom call with Hunter and Joe. Yeah. Explain that to me. Come on, just give it, come on, give it to me. Give it to me. You stupid left-hard idiots. And here's the thing. Some of them are just left-hard stupid morons, and then a lot of them know the agenda. And the agenda here is mass government confiscation. How they pull it off, here it is. All these people, 2,207 homes, all of these people are still having to pay mortgages on their houses that don't exist. And if you don't pay your mortgage, the banks that are probably owned by... BlackRock. BlackRock <laughs> um, will come in and foreclose on their house. It's like we've been saying for forever, making things unaffordable. Once they're unaffordable, can't pay your bills, there's BlackRock, Vanguard, standing right by. no, no problem. We'll, we'll, buy, we'll buy the whole property. At you know, one one hundredth of its worth. Yeah. And we'll save the day. Thank you so much. So all these people can't get a building permit, can't get insurance payout because insurance companies aren't allowed on the property to make their appraisals via adjusters. And all this while, over the past five months, they're all still paying their mortgages, a lot of their businesses burned to the ground. So they have no income. So they can't pay their mortgages. So lo and behold, the banking industry is right there to foreclose. Banking industry in the back pocket of BlackRock, Vanguard, and the globalist, leftist, bourgeois, elitist. That's what's going on in Maui, just so you know. Let me show you this one. Richard uh, Hanania video. They gave Chicago public school students free laptops and iPads during the 21 and 22 school years. Watch this. Play for me. Tens of thousands of laptops, iPads, and other electronics are missing from Chicago Public
2: Schools. An inspector general's report found 77,000 devices were reported lost or stolen during the 2021-2022 school year. Total value, $23 million. The devices went missing after students took them home for remote learning during the pandemic. CPS spent $2.5 million on tracking software, but did
1: not use it, saying it was flawed. Our work uncovered an incident where there were a pair of siblings, a brother and a sister at a school, who, between them, lost nine or ten devices. And there's no record or indication that the school district or anyone reached out to the family, mentioned that this was an issue, tried to figure out what had happened. C.P.S. says in a district of our size, some device loss is expected, but we remain concerned about the loss of any public asset. The district is now working on improving device tracking,
2: has recovered 12,000 laptops so far.
0: Everybody get the stats on that? It's hysterical. It really is. I got two computer guys right here to my right running (laughs) this podcast right now. It's hysterical. These are devices that were handed out because the kids couldn't go to school. Kids who aren't going to catch COVID, kids who are not vectors of COVID, kids who, they have not proven one kid on the planet ever died of COVID. You're like, Tom, yes, they have. There's kids that have died. No, not one healthy kid has died of COVID. Not one. Globally, they cannot prove one. But all their schools were closed and they were given... $23 $23 million right. worth of iPads and laptops. Seventy. This is in Chicago alone. 77,000 devices worth. $23 million. You guess wonder who paid for those? <laughs> anybody want to guess who paid for those? Probably an NGO that receives money from the federal government, your tax dollars, and funnels it back to Democratic Party campaigns. The symbiote, the circle bleep. They installed... What was it 2.5 what was the tracking device? 2.5
2: million dollar
0: 2.5 so we have total investment here <laughs> of 80 million dollars when you include 2.5 million dollars worth of track what do you call it tracking tracking software. Tracking yeah. software. Yeah. So they they spent 2 2.5 million dollars to track the software that they lost. 70 they spent almost 3 million dollars in tracking software to track the 77 1000 devices they lost in really one year. Yeah. How do you lose? Can you imagine the accomplishment? I mean, the level of accomplishment that you have to get to to lose 77,000 devices in one school year. Can you imagine and one of these families, each kid lost 9 to 10 devices each. Oh my god. <laughs> you wonder why? You wonder why we're 34 trillion dollars in debt? Because of places like Chicago, keep sending them all the illegals, baby. All right, 13 minutes of overtime. That's it. Stick around for the post game. 723 people on right now. Stick around for the post game. You got to see it. I'm done talking. It's one video after another, five, six, seven minutes worth of videos straight. They are great. Each one of these post games, I'm telling you, I'm reaching galactic levels of greatness. You've got to watch this. It's awesome. Stick around. Back here Saturday night. Also on the Christian Television Network, late show, brief show, 55, 56 minutes worth of fury. That's it because we're on the Christian Television Network on at 1030 at night. Switch to Rumble. Buy your gold from Midas. See if, Aaron, see if Aaron can keep up with me. Let's try one more time for practice. Switch to Rumble. Buy your gold at Midas. Aaron's the best. <laughs> He's the best. He's the best. But be here Saturday night. You got to see it. You really you just, we, listen. Share this with as many people as you can. Trying to get to 1,000 viewers on Rumble alone. Rumble's the only free speech streaming platform out there. I wish others would catch up, but they are it. Switch over to Rumble and watch the show on Rumble. But either way, I'll see you on the Christian Television Network or any other platform that you're watching on. Love you all. God bless you. See you Saturday night. You need to like you know understand that you're not going to spend all of eternity standing there like a bump on a log. Who's the, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, according to Matthew chapter 18, verse 4? those who approach Him like a child. And some of you, you're just, you're very stoic, and you're actually, it's not that you're stoic, it's that you're prideful. Get those hands in the air and worship God. It's Yahweh. You're not, you're not worshiping me or the church. You're worshiping Yahweh, the almighty God of Israel, Who is worthy of an uplifted hand? Who is worthy of a shout of joy? He's worthy.
1: If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lipley podcast, please consider investing in our program. Go to TomLipley.com and donate $25 or more, and we will send you this TLP mug warmer. We look forward to you tuning in next week, and thank you for giving.